Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. The Holy One of Israel who dwells in our midst and now in our bodies as well. Transforming this body of sin, of iniquity, of weakness, of vulnerability, susceptibility to all kinds of temptation into his own temple, the place where he is worshipped, so that when he fills this body, there is no room for anything else in this house. And this house shall be called a house of prayer. Not a den of thieves. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The name of Jesus, which is above every other name. We thank you, Father, that you have called us here by our names, individually, each one, to come to you. For unless you call us, we cannot come. Unless you quicken us, we cannot gain that revelation. We cannot be quickened in our spirits. We cannot be made alive. Your word cannot become flesh to us. But we thank you, Father, that as soon as we come to you, you pour your peace and your joy in our hearts. That peace which transcends all understanding. That peace which only you can give and no one can take away. That peace which helps us stay focused on Jesus and to hold up our faith in our expectation to not give up. For in due course, when we persevere, we shall reap our harvest of the seed that we have sown in that faith. And we share this peace with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting with everyone that will pray with this recording, with all those that are part of this praying family called by your name under your banner, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share your peace and joy, Father, with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, with all those who have no one to pray for them. <clears throat> we share your peace and joy with all those that are called by your name and do not know you Christians that have not encountered or experienced your presence in their life. And so still live in the flesh. And in all those that have chosen not to know you, that do not want to know you, that have chosen darkness over the light, that are living in ignorance, that are living under false doctrine, false knowledge, under a lie told to them by the enemy. That every such lie be toned down, Father. That your face be revealed. That they are able to see you for who you are. And to know the difference in their life for reality to dawn to them. The truth to be revealed to them and set them free. That every brother, every sister that lives... In that darkness, see that light. And Father, as we pray today, we call on your name. 
knowing that all those who call on the name of the Lord shall not end up in shame, but shall be delivered. The name of our Maker, the name of our Creator, the El Shaddai, the King of Kings, the Lord of the Universe, the Rock of all ages, the Ancient of Days, God our shield, our fortress, our tower. And in the name of Jesus, your son, the Lord who heals, the Lord through whom grace has been revealed, the word himself, the Alpha, the Omega, and everything in between. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, who guides us into all truth, the spirit of resurrection, who quickens us in our spirit, the spirit of light, who brings us revelation, the spirit of the living God, who made his tabernacle in our body, in our soul, in our spirit. The one who heals our backsliding the father of all spirits, to whom every spirit in the universe is subject. The one who gives life to our mortal bodies. We thank you, Father, for the gift of light, for the gift of life, for the gift of salvation that you freely give each of us, for the gift of Jesus and your Holy Spirit. Not only as advocates, but also to strengthen our word knowledge, to strengthen our prayer life, to convict us, to teach us, to show us the way ahead, to illuminate that path. We thank you, Father, that you renew your mercy for us every morning and your grace. You are ever willing to pour onto those that repent, <clears throat> those that turn around and renounce the ways of evil, renounce the ways of iniquity, to choose your ways as demonstrated by Jesus and written, recorded in your word. We thank you, Father, that you provide food on our table, shelter over our heads. We thank you for family, for friends, for destiny helpers, whom you have allocated and strategically placed in our lives. That they might look after all our needs and might fulfill the plans that you have for us. They are kept there to support us in all of those plans. We thank you, Father, that you have given us all the beauty in nature to behold. For the peace in our lives. For the success, for the abundance. And there are so many people living in poorer countries around the world that do not have all the privileges that we enjoy here and take for granted. We thank you, Father, that above all, you give us yourself. You do not hold back. You have loved us with an everlasting love and you are unchangeable. No matter how we behave and what we do, that love does not change. We ask, Father, for a filling of your spirit, that we might come closer in nature to the template, to the image, to the character and the nature that Jesus displayed. 
during his life here on earth. That through that second Adam, we might become closer in the nature of the Adam that you wanted to have a relationship with. And he showed us how it is to be done. Help us build our relationship closer and closer with you, Father. To walk humbly with you in the shade of the trees. To be covered in your glory. To live a life of abundance in your kingdom. And to walk on the earth with dominion. That which you intended for us. We thank you, Father. Today, as we reflect on the Bible, we reflect on God's commitments to us. His first one to his people is what we have seen yesterday. That is his commitment to provide. Today, we reflect on Jehovah Rapha, another covenant name by which he is known. The Lord who heals. And this is first scene where he first made it known in Exodus 15 verses 22 to 26. Which reads, so Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. And they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. And when they came to Mara, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were bitter. And therefore the name of it was called Mara. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statute and an ordinance. And there he proved them and said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that heals thee. Amen, Lord. Thank you. You are the Lord that heals us. Now, healing can be physical and sometimes spiritual. And what he really intends is for us to have that kind of holistic healing where it is not only physical but also spiritual. And we see that often in the prayer request that we have on our group for people that are sick. And that is where we as intercedors, as intercessors, must intercede for those not just interceding for them but also ministering the word of God to them where we share the image, the dimension of God that we know, where we introduce that God to them that they might start building that relationship. So this, there is spiritual healing as well 
along with the physical healing from sickness. For if they are only healed of sickness and they do not know God, then it is of no use. It didn't serve their purpose. They are still not free from bondage and they have still not received their salvation. And we see that sometimes he strikes us first in order to bring a deeper healing. We see that in Isaiah 19 verse 22. Which says the Lord shall strike Egypt. And Egypt in general could represent or symbolize anyone that is of iniquity or in sin. He shall strike and heal it. Then they shall return to the Lord. And he shall be entreated by them and shall heal them. But the most important part is him using it to build faith. And that can sometimes translate to a delay in healing in order for us to learn and to hold on to and build our faith. Now, this incident of the Israelites traveling through the wilderness occurred just after the crossing of the Red Sea. And the Israelites marched for three days without water. God tested them. He tests us too. Just after we have received our salvation, our freedom from slavery and into a new walk with God, and so right after a great victory, when we feel we have been saved, when a great attack comes, and it will, the question is, what do we do? Will we grumble like the Israelites and ask God why he brought us here? Or why is this happening to me? Why are all these troubles and this bitterness and challenge coming upon my life? Here are a few things to reflect on from this passage. Number one, why does he allow it? God wants us to have an unshakable confidence in him. You have been redeemed, you have received your salvation. But is your confidence in him unshakable? And that is where faith comes in. And as James 1 verse 3 puts it, the testing of your faith produces perseverance. In order for that perseverance to come, he will test us. It is not his will to see us in pain and suffering, but he wants that suffering to produce the right kind of fruit in us so that we become appreciative of all the good that he is about to pour into our lives. That we do not boast with ego. That we do not look at it from the flesh and approach it from an angle of pride. Number two. About three million people, the Israelites, grumbled and only one man prayed. And God heard him and offered a solution. You couldn't be the best judge now. Is it better to grumble? Or to pray. What are you going to do when you get into trouble? 
And when they grumbled, that is what kept them in the wilderness for 40 years. So that is a choice we each will have to make when that trouble comes. And it will keep coming. Number three, faith without works is dead. This means the healing, the means of healing the water was a tree which God pointed to Moses and he dropped that tree into the water and the waters turned sweet. If Moses had only believed that the water would turn sweet after he has prayed and not take action of throwing the tree that God showed him into it, the waters wouldn't have turned sweet. Are we making this mistake in our place of prayer by not taking the action that God wants us to take after we have made our prayer? Even though our belief is 100%, if we do not take the right action, that faith without works is dead and cannot produce life and miracle in your circumstance. Number four, the Bible doesn't say why the water was bitter. It does not delve into digging deeper into what happened before. Rather focus on the solution. Many times in our life, we focus more on our bitter experiences, grumbling and then remembering them again and grumbling more about it. About why did that happen to us? And why did someone else do something wrong to us? And why do we keep assassinating them and pinning them up and crucifying them again and again and again for what they have done and how they made us feel at that time? We choose to look backward rather than forward. And he says, look forward, find a solution and move on. Do not look back. And when we ask him, he's ever willing to give us that practical solution. He'll even show us the action that we need to take. Number five, he gives us the solution to stay away from disease, as we have seen in verse 26, that is Exodus 15, verse 26, where he says, if only you will diligently listen to my voice. Now we listen to his voice sometimes. Sometimes we want to do our own thing. And at other times, we listen to every other voice. Many times there is no discernment and we accept every voice as though it is coming from God. And that is where we tend to err and make mistakes. That is the reason for chaos in most of our lives. We need to pray for discernment and obedience so we do not grumble, but instead align. Find the right voice and what it is telling us to do and align. There should always be a reflection of what that voice says to us in the word. If it is not reflected through the word, it is definitely not from God. You can refer to 1 John chapter 4 for that. To discern between the voices. Number six, this dimension of God is also brought to fulfillment in Jesus. Just like God the provider was brought to fulfillment in Jesus. All healing has been purchased for us 
when Jesus paid the price on the cross. Isaiah 55, 53 verse 5 says, It is by his stripes and wounds we are healed. Galatians 3 verse 13 says that he redeemed us from the curse of the law. He put us straight against the law by taking that curse on himself and hanging on the tree. He upheld and fulfilled the law and put us on the right side of it. All the suffering that is on our lives from the curse of the law has been removed and taken away that day we believed in him and acknowledged and accepted him as our Lord and Savior. And that is the key reason, the key factor separating people from that grace, keeping them on the side where they are judged under the law and under experience of the curse of the law. Not realizing that it is that simple. To accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, receive His Spirit in their spirit, be made alive, be quickened, be raised from the situation of sure death to one of eternal life. When we look at Jesus' healing ministry, Matthew 14, verses 35 and 36 says, When people got to know of Him as a healer, they brought unto Him all those that were diseased. And they touched the hem of his garment and were healed. Matthew 4 verse 23 says, Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And now by the shedding of Jesus' blood, he has won all victory on the cross. And has redeemed his people, healing them from emotional, mental, physical and spiritual disease. So the healing power of God is made available to us through Jesus' blood by faith. In closing, I want us to remember one thing, that this can be a test. Like it was in this circumstance. In Exodus 15, it certainly was a test. And behind every test lies an opportunity to receive something valuable. A door of hope, as mentioned in Hosea 2 verse 16. And the second thing is, God knows it all beforehand. He knows our every move. But this is not about Him knowing it is about us growing. He wants us to find that door of hope. He is the God who heals physically and spiritually. The Jehovah Rapha. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand your ways the ways of your kingdom. And we recognize all that you place in our spirit by your investment, through your gifts, that your mercy and your grace and all those dimensions 
that you pour into our spirit. So that as soon as the Holy Spirit convicts us for a mistake that we have made and he shows us the way ahead, we obey out of our discernment of his voice from your word, reflected from your word, we obey. And are healed. We pray in a special way, Father, for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease this day. For all the requests that have been made on our prayer group. For all those that are hospitalized everywhere. For all those that are battling, reeling under COVID. Battling for life. For all those that have recently undergone or will undergo surgeries this day. Jesus paid the price once and for all. Father, we bring them under that umbrella of faith. We cover them by the precious blood of Jesus, for it is by his stripes and his wounds that healing was released. We claim that healing over their lives now. Help us to administer the same faith to them, that faith which we use when we pray now, so that when they understand how to use faith and speak your word of faith and receive it in the spirit. It must manifest in the flesh and in the spirit. Not only as physical healing, but a spiritual revival and renewal, stirring up their hearts and minds, making them alive. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of forces of separation. And we cover all these families, including every family under the Brisbane Prayer Group as well, under the protective blood of Jesus, which we claim as our hedge of defense so that no attack, seen or unseen, and no pestilence can come near. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds and limitations in their lives, those that are under any form of oppression, anxiety, depression, mental disorders, those that are kept jobless, those that are facing challenges in their finances, those that are kept so busy that they do not have time for you. And all of us face that challenge at some point in our day, Lord. We ask for a release of your grace, your wisdom, your understanding to recognize the ploy of the enemy there, to rise above it, to make that conscious effort and the decision to turn away from it and find an answer, find a solution. Where is that branch, that tree that must be thrown into the waters? for our prayer life to be transformed, Father. Show us the way ahead. We pray also in a special way for our own personal needs, those of our families. 
and we pray for every member of every family that is part of this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group that has not yet been saved and has not yet known Jesus the way they should. Up close and personal. Their personal Lord and Savior. We ask for the release of your anointing over each of these lives, Lord. For when your anointing touches their lives, the yoke of the enemy is broken. The burden is taken off their shoulder. And they are freed. And who the sun sets free is free indeed. There is no more guilt. There is no more suffering. There is no more judgment. There is only eternal life and life in the kingdom. We want for that life to be experienced by each of these, Lord, every member of this praying family. We hold the horns of your altar, Father, at your tabernacle. We raise this, our request, along with our faith and our hope and our expectation. And we believe in our hearts that you have heard us and you always hear us and you have listened to this prayer. So we open up our hearts to receive from you, Lord, to receive manifestation, to receive an answered prayer, to receive revelation that will bring renewal and transformation, that will bring a solution to the problems that we are praying for, to receive your grace, to receive your joy, that our joy be made full. To receive your love, the love of our Father that keeps us stayed, focused and persevering, fervent in our prayer. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. And all those that are praying for the gift as well. To approach it in faith, unmute and just loosen your tongue and start speaking. Let the Holy Spirit take over for if we do not speak, he cannot take over. We must speak in faith. Please unmute and join in as we pray and release our faith. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Shanda <laughs> <laughs> 
Shanda papa Sandahiya 
Shanta papa pia sarki ya sadadadada Shanta kinda santi ya sadadadi Shanta kinda saliya kia sadia sadakala Shantia santa hala ya kia sadadadia Shantia santa hala Shantala Lydia Sadia 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. The words that were put on my heart this morning, come back to me with all your heart. The scripture I've been given is Romans 2, 4 to 8. Or do you presume upon the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? Do you not know that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? But by your hard and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. For he will render to every man according to his works, to those who by patience in well-doing seek for glory and honour and immortality. He will give eternal life. But for those who are fictitious and do not obey the truth, but obey wickedness, there will be wrath and fury. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude our prayer this morning, just wanted to give you a heads up on our topic for tomorrow's Bible study session. The topic is words. Words. We will learn that every spoken word should be in, should be in alignment with God's word. And we will have to give an account for every idle word we speak on the day of judgment. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube on our WhatsApp group later this morning. Please share that with all your family and friends and invite them to come. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, his love for us that is unchangeable and the favor that it brings when we align with him 
let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed out of that blessing let us in turn be a blessing carrying the gospel living our testimony sharing the word and the love of the father with everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory be blessed and have a wonderful thursday everyone thank you russell god bless everyone thank you russell thank you everyone Thank you.